0: Hello beautiful souls, welcome to Taking Flight, the podcast that's all about creating momentum in both life and business. I'm your host, Megan Holly, your guide on this journey of self-discovery and empowerment. Around here, we embrace the extraordinary power within all of us as we explore the pathways to confidence, growth, and success. This podcast is more than just a listening experience, It's a safe space to find your wings and gain confidence. So are you ready to soar? Buckle up because we're about to take flight into a world of possibility, growth, and transformation. Well, hello, you beautiful beans. And thank you for being here for another episode of Taking Flight Podcast. We are here at an episode that came to me while driving, which is truly no surprise to myself because driving and taking a shower is where a lot of my thoughts come from many a times. (laughs) And uh, it's something though that is constantly kind of in the swirling back thoughts of my mind and pops up a lot when I see it come out not as much in myself because it's something that I don't really struggle with much, but it still happens, right? But also when I see it come out in others. And I have kind of a visceral reaction to the sentiment of jealousy. So that's what today's topic is going to be about is the idea of jealousy, where it stems from, how we can navigate it differently, how we can see what we are kind of Cultivating or going through or really feeling when we are articulating that we feel jealous about something or we feel some sort of writhing entity come up within us in the way of feeling quote unquote jealous of someone. Now, if you are someone who doesn't resonate with being a jealous person, this is still going to be a great episode because it's talking about some, you know, different things that we can do to self reflect and effectively communicate differently and all of that too. So even if you're somebody, because I am not somebody who feels as though I'm a jealous person in many, if not most facets of the word jealousy, when it comes to, for instance, my husband, I'm not someone who really gets jealous in relationships in that way. I don't get jealous of others' achievements, things like that. I see it in a different light and I will dive into that first before kind of going into a few ways to kind of tap into that part of you, that part of us as humans. Because no matter what, even if you're not a jealous person, or maybe you're like, I am absolutely a raging jealousy (laughs) type of human, which no shade to anybody or anything. We're all different. There is a safe space for that, but. For me, jealousy doesn't have a space within my ongoing way or mode of operation, if that makes sense. To me, jealousy is kind of a uh, a holdback, a setback, a state of being that serves not much purpose unless you utilize it to understand why you're feeling that way or what is coming up for you within that feeling of jealousy, which maybe is more deep rooted in other things than just I'm jealous of that person because they get to go on vacation and I'm not going on vacation today or this week or ever, right? So for me, let me tap in first and foremost on kind of my Experience and my kind of relationship with jealousy in particular. For me, I can look back to as early as possible, like I'm thinking high school ish times that I can recall. And I just don't feel like I ever had the capacity to secure the feeling of jealousy as something that I wanted to hold within my mind or even in my energy and just like most teenagers, young adults, adults, current present adult, what do you call me? Middle-aged. I see myself in the world as what other people are doing or not doing or excelling at or creating for themselves has no reflection on me. And so this is why personally, jealousy doesn't have a big effect on who I am and how I operate. Because if so-and-so is going on 50 trips a year, and I only have one vacation planned, for instance, I'm not going to look at that and go, oh, I'm so jealous of that person. They get to do all of these things. They, you know, must be nice type of mentality, which I have a really hard time swallowing when I hear that out in the world. Must be nice to have X, Y, and Z. That type of house, this many vacations, that many friends, all the things. And it it kind of makes me cringe inside, to be honest, because... What they have has nothing to do with your deficit or your perception of a deficit in your life. It literally and truly, unless they stole something from you, okay, then that's a different story. We're talking about something completely different then. But them living their life, building a career, building a lifestyle, having a thing, their relationship being a certain way, their business growing a certain way does not take away from your experience. It can if we allow it to. And that's what jealousy truly to me is. You know, I think that's the thing is that it gets wrapped up into kind of bigger britches than it actually is. And so if you look at the kind of meaning behind the word jealousy, it's resentment against a rival, a person enjoying success or advantage. Or against another's success or advantage itself. To me, why are we spending our time living in that feeling? Especially if it's something that is taking over us in different ways. So maybe it's taking over us in self-sabotaging because we will fight tooth and nail to say, oh, they're so lucky. All the things. Everything goes their way. How do they do that? I'm jealous of that lifestyle, all the things. We're spending all that energy doing that instead of going, Hey, why do I feel like that? And what can I do to shift it? If I want, maybe if you self reflect right enough, you see that it's the desire to want that more. And with that, I think that's where our energy should then be spent. If I personally start to feel myself looking at something or someone or a situation and a feeling of, oh, man, I really wish that was happening for me or I wish I could do that. If I start to feel that come in to my existence into my thought process, here's the thing. I personally catch it pretty quick and I stop and I think, well, what is it about that? That's making me feel this way. Do I truly want that in my life? Do I like that they have this flexible lifestyle? Do I think it's amazing that they get to live in a house in on the beach three months a year? And then they get to come back to their main residence for the rest of the year. And they kind of have this best of both worlds being able to be back and forth. Okay. If I'm seeing that, which that is a goal of mine is to have, <laughs> is to have more flexibility and be able to be in different places or take and go with family to, you know, the beach more often, things like that. So it'd be easy for me to get jealous of somebody who is already living that lifestyle. But if I see that happening, I think to myself, it's not them that I'm truly mad at. It's not that I really feel some sort of anger towards it. It's that I just want that. And maybe I feel a little bit overwhelmed by how to get there, or I feel confused on whether or not that's something I can, can achieve. And all these other things kind of pile up, if you will, in that. And when I start to dissect it, I can see, okay. I'm going to debunk these thoughts and then I'm going to move on. I'm not going to spend any more time within this. I can choose to ask questions, use it as inspiration. I can use it as a blueprint of what I want to set up, but I will not allow it to encompass me so much so that I kind of explode my own process, if that makes sense. (laughs) if I explode my own, my own wins, my own excitement in life, hey, I don't have that right now. I don't know if I will have it in that same manner either. But what I do have is this. And so naturally, that's the way that I think. It's just how I operate. It's how I'm wired. And I know that that's not the case for everyone. I know that no matter what, Walk of life, we're in, it still is going to pop up in life, even though it's not a place of mode of operation for me on the regular. It still pops up. And so this episode, I'm going to go through three ways and things to kind of just keep at the forefront of our minds to help ourselves stop, evaluate, move forward and through it as it comes up, whether it's situational or it's ongoing, whatever the case. We can kind of really make the best of it, if you will. Because I think in life, that's the thing. We need to make the best of things that we do have control over. We don't have control over all the things, especially a lot of the hard things in life. But the way we perceive the world around us, the others around us, the way that we react to what is happening in the world or not happening in the world to, with, around us. We do have some control over and I say some because sometimes there are going to be irrational thoughts. There is going to be states of being that don't feel as capable to navigate the hard parts or our jealousy situation as good as maybe a different state of our being in another day, week, month, year. So let's dive into three things that we can do, keep top of mind when we are coming up against these things, because we're going to, and we are going to constantly be bombarded with things that are going to make us say, hmm, how do I feel about that? Why do I feel so uneasy about this? Why do I have such a yearning? Why do I want to be angry or resentful towards this person or situation when it really doesn't have all that much to do with what I'm doing, where I'm going, or how I'm living? So the first thing is kind of, An obvious thing, if you will, but I want to dissect it just a smidge because maybe this is just the way you need to hear it to see it differently for yourself. And it's really just kind of having an awareness, an awareness, maybe a self reflection, you can call it, of identifying your triggers. So, what's making you feel this way? Do you have specific things that make you feel this way? Are there people that make you kind of writhe with that feeling? Um, Where is it coming from? And then once you understand what those triggers are, figuring out why they're triggering. Is it an insecurity? Maybe we're insecure in ourselves in that career path or insecure in ourselves in our wardrobe. And we're really just jelly of the person who's like always looking on point. Is it a fear of inadequacy? I'm not good enough. I'm never going to be good enough. I can't be good enough. I don't know how to do that. Get there. Be like that. That's a big valid one for us. We all come up against the feelings of feeling inadequate. I don't care who you are, what you've done in your life, what your status is, uh, your resume looks like. There is feelings of adequacy all the time that pop up in our lives. Or maybe it's past experiences. So maybe these past experiences have proven to let you down, to go a ride, to give you a bad taste in your mouth, if you will. And with that, you become triggered by seeing other things come to life that happened in a way that you wished could have. When we identify these triggers and address kind of, I suppose, the root cause of them, then we can really start to acknowledge what's going on. We can acknowledge it. We can see, we can support, we can support it. And then our emotions that kind of are wrapped up in it whether it's just straight up feeling that overwhelm, the anger, the frustration. It's going to be different for everybody how you feel when you have that sense of jealousy kind of wrapping around something within, within your experience. So maybe instead of suppressing it and saying, no, I can't feel that way. I shouldn't feel this way. I'm so happy for that person. Why do I feel this way? And kind of digging it down in the ditch. We can acknowledge and accept it. I acknowledge that I'm feeling this way about that because I realize that I'm not feeling up to par in that portion or that goal in which I'm setting out to do. And they're doing it. And it's not that they're, them doing it is what's making me feel this way. It's that I see that my emotions are being wrapped up in it recognizing and labeling your feelings are going to really help step towards managing them. This is super important in life and business for all my business owners out there, which I know it's a lot of the population that listens. But even if you're not owning a business, your work environment, your peers, all of these things, when we can recognize and label the way that we're feeling or how others are feeling, we can be better consumers. We can be better producers. We can be really good at understanding how we can do our job better or serve others better. Imagine that. So this kind of trickles in and goes beyond the idea of jealousy. And so I think to me, that's something that we have to really self-regulate and think about, reflect on our strengths and our accomplishments and all the good things that are happening right now so that we can see that maybe we are on the trajectory to get to where we want to be with the thing that we're seeing the deficit in when we're feeling the jealousy. (laughs) I don't even know if I can say that sentence again because it it's just a powerful notion to think in that in that way in that vein for ourselves right and so this then trickles into so much in our life, like our, our communication styles, how we're showing up for ourselves, the way we're speaking to ourselves within these situations and beyond. Because if we're expressing our feelings to ourselves of why and how we're feeling a certain way about something, we can get more comfortable speaking openly and more creatively maybe with others as well. Maybe it's somebody that you admire hugely that initially it started out as jealousy or just a feeling of, oh, I'll never get there type of a thing, which you might not register on the plane of jealousy, but the defeat. But if we can creatively figure out how we can talk with other people about the way we're feeling, we can maybe ask questions to those that are doing the things we want to do or get insight onto a resource of some way, shape, or form to have more knowledge to take the next step for this or go towards that goal, or debunk this confusion that you have within something within your life, imagine what could happen then. If we can share these things more openly, we can communicate better, we can stop blaming or accusing others or ourselves or situations. Well, it's because I grew up this way that I'll never be able to get to that point. That's a blame or, you know, blaming how you grew up, or having an excuse for that being why you cannot move through this in a different way. Or have a different outcome. So explain how you feel to yourself and to others if you need to. You know what I mean? Like I think it's important for us to stop avoiding. And I that's a big lesson for me. Outside of jealousy, right? Like since I don't resonate with that so much. But still... I still avoid in certain aspects having that confrontation or having that conversation because if you don't know how people are going to react, if they want to go deeper on this conversation, uh, all the things. So, but it can help us be less avoidant. Through this, though, I feel, I guess I would say I feel that we can then seek understanding for what we really want to unpack for ourselves, and not only understanding what we really want to unpack in ourselves, but kind of let the assumptions fly out the door. Like, see you later. You know, I don't need you anymore. I don't need these assumptions of who, what, when, where, of how to get there, how not to do this, how to do that better, all of that. Let's let those go and just find clarity. Clarity. It is the root of success in my book. I have done. Talks and workshops where I talk about clarity being the root of success a lot. Success in your business. The more clear you are on who you're helping, how you're helping them, what you do in your business, the better you're going to serve the people and the better your business is going to have an impact. Clarity in the way you run your household or how you build relationships or what's important into your relationships is going to have you creating more successful connections, relationships, conversations, all of it. Clarity is the root of success in anything in life. Boil it down to anything. Take something and put clarity or more clarity within it and see how we can see the other side of it being more powerful. So once we get some more clarity, misunderstandings in our own thoughts or... What's contributing to us feeling or living within or seeing more more through the lens, I suppose, of jealousy versus not can help us dispel a lot of things, I guess, is what I'm getting at. And if we can dispel things that don't serve us, we are on a much better path than we could be otherwise. I mean, just, just as we are. (laughs) I think one other thing that it does here in the communication sides of things, it starts building trust with your own brain. We kind of work to understand our thoughts more. We're maybe creating some new pathways of thinking and we trust the foundation in which we are kind of grounded within, with our values, with our thought process, with our goals, all of it. And if we are able to build trust with ourselves, what happens? Our confidence starts to become beautiful. And by becoming beautiful, I mean, it is willing to shift and change without judgment, without expectation, without knowing that it's going to be just so all the time. And so when we build trust within ourselves, we can build trust within others. We can build trust within the process of life and building a business, building a life, building a a lifestyle that feels good to us. We can less live in, less live in the way of comparison and just do the dang thing, literally do the dang thing. I love when I have like states of flow in a day or maybe a season and I look back on it. Maybe there's just one day where I go, whoa, I had a string of time that I just flew kind of through the ins and outs of the days or the challenges or the things that would usually really knock me down and stress me out, I moved through them pretty gracefully. Now, usually after those periods, there's some sort of small avalanche that happens that brings you down a notch for a second, but those are meant to kind of keep you grounded, keep you cultivating a learning process. But when we look back in those times when we had a day that just felt flawless, Your anxiety wasn't keeping you at bay as much. You were more bold in the conversation that you had. You got on the phone and made the phone call quicker than you typically would without hemming and hawing or worrying about the confrontation. When we're in those days, I would have to imagine a lot of them are built on, you felt really grounded within yourself. You trusted the process for whatever reason better that day than you did And that's a beautiful thing that we can all, I think, get on board with. If we could all have more of those days in life, we're never going to eradicate the awful days that we feel like we're climbing up a hill in like a scuba suit that is slick and our hands are made of jello and we cannot get to the destination. Those days are there. They're not going away. But if we can find ways to build more trust in ourselves, not only will it help us with feeling frustrated or jealous within our journey, but it will also just help us navigate days better, navigate goals better. We have to trust ourselves more. We all do it, right? This is a little side tangent, but we all do it where, are you sure this shirt looks good on me? Are you sure this haircut is flattering? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? We're waiting for everybody's outward experience to tell us how to feel or their opinion to tell us how I feel. But there's the thing. The key word is it's their opinion. Nothing is just so when it comes to what people feel about something. Art is subjective. The way that we present in life will be ever changing and is subjective. There's a lot of facts in life. I am 4'11". That is a fact. And for now, until I shrink or figure out a way to get taller, <laughs> but shrinking would probably be more likely in my hopefully ripe old age. That's a fact in my life. But how I feel about it is subjective. People ask all the time, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about that? Right? And we have the ability to reflect and figure out what that is. And one day it may be really easy to feel good or positive about something. And the other day it might not. And this has no difference in our relationship with jealousy as well. With my example of my height and being more on the short side of things, the short stack. Some days I might be really frustrated with it because I have to climb up on things and my body's a little out of whack and I, you know, things don't fit me right. And whatever's happening, you know, on that moment and day that I'm perceiving as struggle. And then the next day, I love it because it's just who I am. And I kind of have a cool view. And a lot of times people think I'm younger than I am, which when you're middle, you know, middle-aged, whatever I admit, this 40 middle-aged, I'm like, I'm not 40 yet, but that, that brink, I'm, you know, is that, I don't know, but I just, I'm not sure. <laughs> I feel like I keep referring to it that, but I'm like, is it? I think it's just me processing that that is. Anyways, I digress. There's beautiful sides of all of the things in all of life, is what I'm getting at. So, how segueing into, right? Doing some of that self awareness, checking our gut, checking our feelings, moving into effective communication, trusting ourselves more, all these things, then what, right? Practicing some different ways of cultivating our mindsets then around the way we take in the world around us, what we're doing, how we're doing it, all the things. So obviously I talk a lot about gratitude and celebration in my content because that is just who I am at the core. They are things that I firmly believe in they are things that I absolutely know ground me personally into my life. And when I'm feeling any type of way that doesn't feel good within my body, my mind, my trajectory in life or business, I go back to these things. So when we are dealing with a situation where we are feeling jealous or a time in our life where we're just Feeling inadequate and like everybody else has got the wins and we're over here just not succeeding, winning all of all of the things we can focus, we can go back to the gratitude. We can go back to the celebrations of not only ourselves, but I would urge you to think about, are you celebrating others enough? Because it might make us realize that we are feeling maybe threatened by other people's achievements or successes. And that can be a hard thing to grapple with because if we come down to it and we go, okay, yeah, I am going to be a little bit more mindful of thinking about being more grateful for what I do have going on and that I am working towards this, or I'm so happy and excited and elated for them to be doing that right now. And I know that it doesn't reflect on anything that has to do with me. And I'm so freaking excited. What we might find is that we did have more threats, alerts, happening in our, in our minds, in our mindsets that were keeping us in that kind of vicious cycle of coming into that vein of feeling some sort of way about others' achievements. I feel like I see and hear a lot out there, right? When we're just out about in the world, when we're on social media, we hear, you know, people doing great, amazing things and it can make us feel like we're doing nothing, Sometimes, or we might feel like, how do they do it all? We've all had those feelings. But when we start feeling threatened by the way that they are able to, to navigate things maybe differently than we are, or we perceive it to be that way because sometimes maybe they aren't. Maybe they are achieving wonderful great things, but they're struggling in others that we don't realize. So when we put it in perspective and we find some gratitude and we find some way to assess our celebrate/ threat threshold, of other people, we can really dissect it better. We can understand it. And maybe we might find that we are threatened by more than we think we are. Or maybe you do find that you're not truly threatened by it, but your jealousy is stemming just from feeling overwhelmed, burnt out, inadequate, like you don't have any resources. And that's where it's stemming from, right? There's, there's no one way of this happening or coming to life for you. But I want to at least propose the idea of cultivating this thought process around your positive mindset within other people's success. Understand that you can be downright angry with, the fact that you're not where you want to be and somebody else is that is okay. It's just not somewhere to live though, long term, you know, it's not going to be helpful. It's not going to be helpful in the bigger picture of it all. It's truly going to only hurt you. And uh I think that's the same idea for forgiveness. I forgive pretty easily, unless it's something that's Truly really unforgivable. But I think in life, most of us have situations where we hold grudges on that aren't really those. If you, if you know what I mean, and we're just mad at what happened to us or something that was said or the way somebody treated us and we hold on to it. And that doesn't serve anybody because it's really they, if they're feeling guilty or some sort of way about what they've done, did, didn't do all the things that will eat them up enough eventually that you don't have to do that for them. You can release that. So for me, it's like jealousy and forgiveness are just only, they only kind of bring us down. They don't really have any other purpose unless we are doing kind of some of what we're talking about here. Letting it be a tool, a resource for us to understand ourselves better, understand what we want maybe out of life better, all of that. And so I really hope that this episode, whether you resonate with this being kind of a way that you do operate or not, it's still something that makes us stop and think about kind of our daily conversations in our minds, our daily interactions with others, especially, especially in this land of social media that we are in. Even if you're not a super social media person scrolling and doing all the things and whatever, if you're even on it a little bit, I don't care if you're on it an hour a week, I mean, an hour a month, you're still having something, even if you're not in social media land, if you're going to your place of work and you're bombarded with everybody, you know, that and their life and their things happening and then their achievements happening and all of these things and comparing that this person has that going on and that Person is finally getting, you know, the position of their dreams. I just use social media immediately off the top of my mind because it is a space that gets a bad rap for us getting in a bad mental state because of what we see and perceive that we see. Remember when you see the person on their feed or their stories or any of their content that you're seeing snippets of their lives and They're showing you things because they're excited about it because they're maybe educating you if it's a business page, like for me, right? On my business and branding page, I do a lot of educating and inspiring and whatever. But if, if people get the wrong idea of thinking that I am only always in an inspiration mode or only always happy to show up on my social media and connect and communicate, which I really truly do love doing that, but it doesn't always mean that it's without some stress or without some anxious thoughts or moments, right? If people are perceiving others as that, right? We live in a world of influencers, which are a wonderful thing, right? Within reason, unless it's being abused, people give them a bad rap because they're influencing you to purchase this or go do that or whatever. It's not, it's no different than what we've already had in marketing. That's all that that marketing is essentially, But what we have now is for the most part, right? A lot of people, at least I surround myself with people in my life, in my social media platforms, all that, that if they are influencers, that they are real. They're honest about what they really enjoy and love, that they only show things that they really love. And yeah, then you can start to perceive it as, oh, they love everything and they have they're, you know, this, that, and the other. And you can utilize excuses and and worries and maybe even a little scotch of of jealousy of, well, they get all these things and they get money because of doing it. Of course, they're going to tell us they like it. What if we flipped it on its head and said, we all do that in some way, shape, or form in our life, in our job, in our business. We show up and and see things for what we see them as. There's no reason to make it inherently a bad thing or get negative feelings or jealousy wrapped around it. If you enjoy their content, enjoy it. If you don't, you don't, right? That's okay. Not everybody's going to be for everybody. Not everybody's lifestyle is going to be for everybody. So that's an even bigger thing, I would say. If you are feeling some sort of downtrodden way or annoyed at the way that somebody is presenting or showing up in their life, and you don't even really want the type of lifestyle that they have, why are we consuming that? That's another little caveat here that just popped in my mind of why are we even then? (laughs) Why? Why spend your energy? Dissect it. Go back to the three things that we kind of honed in on here. The self-awareness, the communication, and and the trust. Trust in yourself. Why are you doing that? Why are you consuming that then? If you truly get down to the bottom of it and you say, I really don't want this, then are you just trying to pick something apart for the for the hell of it, to pick something apart? Is there something about the person that reminds you of somebody from your past that doesn't sit well with you and you want to just bring them down? I don't know. I'm just going out, out on a limb here. But let's kind of wor- work on knowing that this is always going to be an ongoing process. It's going to rear itself in and out of our existence out of our lives in so many different ways in our friendships and our relationships and work in our business in life it's going to be there we're going to have to really navigate that in a different way and obviously if it's something that's really taking over your existence or you're having a really hard time with it maybe seek some additional resources or support out there Right. Whether it be counseling, therapy, something like that, find, don't suffer is what I'm getting at. Don't suffer. My podcast is, is here to be a resource, but it is not an end all be all for any information. It is just me here expressing thoughts and things that I have come through, that I have a thought on. But if you, if it's really something that's taking you down or your mental health is suffering because of it then find a way to get some resources and trust yourself in knowing if that is the case. And so to wrap this up, I guess my biggest sentiment here is working for us all to have kind of a brighter future of existing and coexisting with others in a more healthy manner and finding a way to allow all sides of the spectrum to be felt by us in all things and all structures and all parts of life, but knowing when they need to be shifted or a perspective needs to swing a little bit and allowing that to happen. Don't be so hell-bent on, well, this is just the way I am. I'm I'm a person that holds grudges or Allow something that doesn't serve you. Maybe it did at one point. Maybe that's the way, the way that you survived some sort of situation or some sort of relationship. Maybe it served you in the moment, but now it doesn't. And it really is weighing in on you or you want to expand the way you see the world or the people around you or within it a little bit differently. This can be the start of that. This can be the start of that for sure. Um, and sometimes. Your gut instinct is right. Your feelings towards something or someone or a situation is just that. It is right. So if that's the case, if you do some of this soul searching through the process of what your feelings or your anger or jealousy or frustration are, and it's just downright, no, that person makes me feel uneasy. You have to then release yourself of that in whatever way you need to. It might not just be that you are having self-worth issues or are feeling inadequate or insecure or having a trigger that makes sense. It could just be that that truly isn't somebody that you want to be around. Listen to those spidey senses, you guys. Trust yourself. Again, going back to that trust, trust yourself. Don't feel like you have to ask a million people, even if everyone's like, no, this situation is so good. This person is so great. You can still have a different opinion and it's okay. Maybe not for you. There's just something about it that doesn't drive. Trust yourself. So if nothing else in this episode, find ways to trust yourself more, find ways to navigate these different things that will come up for you in all different facets and all different areas of life in a way that feels and serves you best in whatever season you're in now, because it will look different in another season that I am positive of. <laughs> so just when you get a handle on how you see the world or feel within the worlds and uh feel semi grounded within it, it's, it may just shift on you. And that's just, this is just like part of the cool part of life too. If you ask me, could feel a little overwhelming at times and it does, but it's also pretty cool if we uh allow it to be just that. So as always, I, leave you with reminding you that you are powerful, that you have the ability within you to make shifts when you need it and how you need it, and that you are a beautiful entity in this world and we need more of you within it. So don't be afraid to be here, be loud, be proud, be bold and whatever that means for you. And until next time, stay safe, stay grounded, stay connected to your best centered self. As we come to an end of yet another uplifting journey on Taking Flight, I want to express my deepest gratitude for joining me today. Your presence in this community truly means the absolute world to me. If you found inspiration or a spark of motivation, I invite you to share this podcast with someone you care about. Together, let's spread the wings of positivity and create a ripple of empowerment. Remember, you have the power to soar in every aspect of your life, Whether you're navigating challenges currently or celebrating victories or simply finding your path, always know that you're not alone. Before we part ways, I'd love to hear from you. As always, I am obsessed with connecting on social medias with those of you in my community. So come along, say hello, share your takeaways or suggest something you'd love to hear or explore in the future. Your feedback fuels the wings of this podcast. Thank you for being a part of this incredible journey. And until next time, keep rising, keep shining, and keep taking flight.